This is Friday, November 12th, and as we've been saying through this week, there's an overlap in our vision series, When Love Comes to Town, for this last section of Colossians that we're looking at. And that's the question for today. What happens when love comes to town? The record of the early church is really quite astonishing. How so? Well, first, when sickness or plague threatened the ancient cities, people mostly fled for their lives. But a remarkable thing happened. Christians began to remain to care for the sick. In the third century, one historian explained it like this. All day long, some of them, that's the Christians, tended to the dying and to their burial, countless numbers with no one to care for them. Others gathered together from all parts of the city, a multitude of those withered from famine, and they distributed bread to them all. Now here was this sacrificial love of Christ on display. And in the process, many Christians lost their lives providing assistance to those that were sick and who were dying. Not too many years after this, the last pagan Roman emperor, Julian the Apostate, is his name, wrote one of the pagan priests. He said, When it came about that the poor were neglected and overlooked by the pagan priests, then I think the impious Galileans, that's the Christians, observed this fact and devoted themselves to philanthropy. They support not only their poor, but ours as well. All men see that our people lack aid from us. Now you hear the emperor chiding the pagan priest for doing nothing to relieve the poor, but Christians were stepping forward to care for everyone. Now here's our text from Colossians for today. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. That's chapter 4, verse 5. Now we may wonder what opportunities Paul is speaking about um, that he wants the believers not to miss. And the thing is, they were in a sea of opportunities. The cities of the Roman Empire were filled with poverty. People lived in cramped and unsanitary conditions. There was a lack of healthy community almost everywhere you went. The rich oppressed the poor, slaves were mistreated, the infirm and handicapped were largely discarded. So believers stepped forward to serve those around them. And they did this because Jesus in the cross and resurrection brought a completely new conception of love. The world, the Roman world knew nothing of unconditional love. Nothing of humble service. Volunteerism really did not exist. You took care of yourself, and you gave no time to anyone else, except perhaps your family. But the first followers of the way of Jesus were commanded first to love one another, to bear with each other, to forgive each other, and to serve each other in love. And then they were told to love even their enemies and to do good to them. And there was nothing like this in the world. Yes, there were opportunities to show the love of Jesus and spread the message of Jesus. So imagine, we have numerous historic examples of this happening. 
Your family skips town when a plague comes, but your neighbor at the risk of his or her life comes and stays with you, feeds you, and cares for you, and nurses you back to health. And in the process, your eyes are opened to a whole new way of living as shown through the love of a Christian who stepped forward to serve you. You see, Christianity was not only a new idea, it was a way of living and loving in a world devoid of of this kind of sacrificial love. Now, as we think about this today, maybe we think, well, they're just not the same opportunities. But the truth is, God is always opening doors. There are youth today that need tutoring. There are shut-ins that need a visit and are very much alone. There are children that need reading to and the sick that need tending. There are children that need to be fostered. There are new immigrants that need help finding jobs and finding friends. We live in Miami, and I don't know if you know, but studies reveal that this is the city with the lowest scale of volunteerism in the country. A higher percentage of people give their time freely to serve others in almost every major city in the United States. So opportunities abound here to serve. And we are not even scratching the surface. There are so many needs that go unnoticed. So Paul tells the church to make the most of every opportunity. Step forward to apply the gospel, the love of Jesus, and to meet the needs of the world. I think this is here where we discover what the gospel is all about. We discover even more how we ourselves have been loved by God and the links to which Jesus went to to reach us and to love us. Let's pray together. Faithful and gracious God, forgive us for thinking that all the needs are being met or that there are just no opportunities. Remind us that there's so many ways to serve and to extend the love of Jesus And Lord, help us to see the need that you place right in front of us today. Thank you for the legacy of love and service left by Jesus and by our sisters and brothers in Christ. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.